Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our daily word today, we're going into the book of the prophet Isaiah and uh, chapter 56. I want to kind of walk through some of this with you, but, but start with what is uh, a, a harsh word, a convicting word for spiritual leaders. This is 56, 10, and, and, uh, and 11. For the leaders of my people, the Lord's watchmen, his shepherds, are blind and ignorant. They're like silent watchdogs that give no warning when danger comes. They love to lie around sleeping and dreaming like greedy dogs. They are never satisfied. They are ignorant shepherds, all following their own path and intent on personal gain. Now, there is uh, this sort of just hard transition between verses 8 and 9 of Isaiah 56. You know, we start with this this calling to uh, to be uh, just to do what is right and good. Essentially, a calling to repent and come to the Lord. And then there's this this invitation even to to foreigners, those who are outside of Israel, outside of the the Jewish faith, to to come. It says, "Don't let foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord say, the Lord will never let me be a part of His people." There's this invitation you can come and and be a part of uh, of the kingdom of God of the people of God and and there's this blessing that comes and it is a blessing that singles out a group here that that we're not real familiar with in our day um, a group called uh, eunuchs saying that even eunuchs will be blessed and and you see in a in an age when having a lineage having children to carry on your name was was just virtually everything. Being a person who wasn't able to to do that, to have children, um, this was this was a big deal, and it would leave people with a sense of hopelessness that, you know, I, I'm not I'm not going to have anyone who will remember me. I I won't have a name that carries on. And the Lord says here in in four, I will bless those eunuchs who keep the Sabbath day. Uh, choose to do what pleases me, commit their lives to me. He says, I will give them within the walls of my house a memorial and a name far greater than sons and daughters could give. And so God says, I'm going to bless them. I'm going to give them a name that they will be uh, remembered. Their lives are going to have an impact that, that carries forward. And, and in verse 5, uh, we, we read that, uh, they will even be uh, given uh, given a new name, uh, which is, you know, again, in our day, I don't think that we really get the, the great significance of this, um, that, that they're going to have uh, a memorial and a name for the name I give them is an everlasting one. It will never disappear. It reminds us of what, uh, what the Lord says in the book of Revelation uh, in Revelation 2.17, he says that he's going to give us a new name engraved on a white stone. That is a name with, with permanence, uh, a, a name that is purified. And, and so when we're talking about a name, what, what we're, we're talking about is, is identity and reputation and, uh, and lineage, even authority. You know, a name can carry authority and and power and, and the Lord is going to give us, he says, a new name. And, and you see all of this, all of this blessing, all of this promise 
says even for uh, for foreigners, uh, we we read here there will be a blessing that uh, says because my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, and so other people are going to come and and love the name of the Lord, and they're going to have joy. We read in verse seven in the house uh, of prayer, and so that's the vision. You see what God's doing here is He's laying out a vision of how he wants all people to be able to relate to him, all people to have this relationship with him. And the leaders of Israel are just thinking about themselves. It's, it's really just all about their having recognition, their being able to please themselves, get things for themselves. It is not about the mission of God. So fast forward, Jesus cleanses the temple he says to, to the money changers there, this is supposed to be a house of prayer. And, and he's, he's pointing back to verses like this, a house of prayer for all people, for all the nations. This is supposed to be a place where people can come and meet God and experience joy in His presence and commit their lives to Him and repent, take on this, this godly life. And, and you've just made it into this, this place of corruption and, and a marketplace. And, and it's not supposed to be that. And so he clears out those money changers. And, and I think that it calls to mind uh, what is or should be a convicting word for us, that we have Jesus, the true temple, that place where we can truly and fully come and meet with God, where through Jesus Christ, by His grace, we are made one with God. As we put our faith in Him, we're given the gift of the Holy Spirit, God Himself dwelling in us, and, and how much more then is it our responsibility to make sure that we don't make the church, make the mission of the church about us, about what we would want, about what, what our preferences, what makes us comfortable, that, that we are about the mission of the church. The way, the way we say it in, in our church is that our, our mission is to know Christ and to make Him known that we are His disciples, and so we're digging into the Word of God, and we're doing that together. We're digging into the Word and worship, and we're praising God, and, and, and so we're, we're trying to grow in the knowledge and the love of God. We're trying to grow more and more into the likeness of Christ, and then we hear this calling to take the, the gospel outside the church to help other people to know Jesus Christ. and, and you know, and we try to do that in lots of different ways, but friends, the best way we do that as the church is as God puts people in each of our lives and we have opportunity to pray for them. We have opportunity to share the love of Jesus with them, to witness to what Jesus has done in our lives. But friends, this calling, I truly believe from Isaiah 56 is to make sure that we don't make church about us. When we enter into the kingdom of God, then, then really our focus is no longer on ourselves. We've given our lives over to Jesus Christ. We're no longer our own. We were bought at a price, and so we commit our lives to Jesus and to His mission. And friends, may, may it be so for each one of us and for us as, as a church family. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.